Hello, and welcome to Shockwave Solutions, where we bring to life real-world actionable insights for direct response marketers. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Shockwave Solutions. And today, we've got Max Feta with us, um, who is an amazing video production expert who's worked with us on a number of different campaigns. And we just wanted to reach out to him and kind of walk through some of the tools and strategies and tactics that he's worked with and helped us on clients we've worked with to really optimize what we're doing from a video production perspective and, and taking that process through to the next level. Max is with Direct Response Services. So Max, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys having me. Max, why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Give us a little bit better background of, of kind of how you transitioned and made it into the Direct Response marketing space. Yeah, for sure. So I actually uh, kind of, you know, random, I was really born into this industry. My family um, for like the past 25 years were really into the supplement space with direct mail. And so I just kind of grew up into it. And ever since I was, you know, really little, I was, you know, reading direct mail letters, space ads and everything. And so I just, it's just awesome. been the norm my whole life. Yeah, it's kind of a random weird thing, but it's always been the norm for me. And um, I just fell in love with the industry for how fast it was and the data and just everything about it. I, I just fell in love. And so I, um, you know, got to a certain age. I saw how the industry was transitioning from print to digital. And I was even kind of seeing how everything was going from digital, like sales letters to video. And a friend of mine, about three years ago, me and my friend ended up starting this company. So, you know, we we really just focus in on video for direct response clients. Um, we do a, a wide variety of, you know, VSLs, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, but our main bread and butter is that VSL. And I just, I for some odd reason, I just absolutely love it. I think it's fun. I think it's so interesting and cool. You know, you, you can pull different levers and be able to, persuade people to purchase and, and just do amazingly cool things. And so I fell in love with it from an early age and I've been in the industry ever since. I love that. It's so funny. Cause I, um, I have a, a couple of daughters who one of them loves to write and I'm like, Oh, you totally need to get into copyright. <laughs> and, so, <Yeah. laughs> and she's like, uh, she rolls her eyes at me a little bit, but, um, but it's so, it's so fascinating. So, so your family has been involved in direct response and you said like direct, like old school direct response, like print, physical print letters and that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So yeah. fascinating. You kind of were immersed into it just as your family was kind of working through that industry. And then what kind of gave you the opportunity? Like, where did you actually, you know, were you just kind of reading the letters? Or were you, were you editing? I mean, how did you actually, what was the first step into actually getting involved in the direct response space? You know, it was just a mix of everything. I was dabbling with with some products with my dad a little bit. I was reading, they, they were doing a lot of space ads, like in magazines mm -hmm. and newspapers. I was reading a lot of those and um, it was just one thing kind of led to another. And, um, you know, to be honest, I just started stumbling across, uh, it, I was always interested and we were kind of dabbling with different stuff, but it wasn't until I really came across the VSLs that my, you know, mm -hmm. that something kind of sparked in my mind because um, I just thought it was so unique and so different, so innovative. But, you know, just from an early age, I was always kind of involved in their business and, and relatives' businesses that were also in the direct response space and a little bit of sales and selling stuff of my own. But um, it just was kind of, it was a slow, you know, my, from the time I was, you know, like 13 to now, so this past, you know, several years 
And uh, it was just kind of a slow thing of slowly kind of selling my own stuff. And then, and then eventually, like I said, three years ago, actually diving in and, and really starting to kind of work with clients. So I, I would say for the past, like, five plus years, I've really, like, you know, been heavily involved in the direct response mm. space. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing tool set to have, especially when you're around um, entrepreneurs uh, as a fa- as family, because the mindset and the things that they kind of deal with and the things you begin to understand is different than I think a traditional like nine to five type of job. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, business concerns, really? cash flows, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And even just the industry as a whole, like I'll talk to mm-hmm. friends that, you know, will see advertisements. They don't really understand it. And I'll explain it to them, you know, the trying to hit a CPA and the conversion rate and the average order. Rate. And it's just like, it's glazed over. Them. <laughs> but for me, it's like, this is just, you know, another day. I'm just so useless. And this is my, my life, you know, my entire life. It's, it's, it's really weird and fun and different, but it's, uh, I definitely wouldn't want it any other way because I just, I think it's one of the best industries in the whole world. I really do. I, yeah, I completely agree. I love it. I think it's, it's, Interesting because a lot of times we're immersed in direct response um, and the tactics and strategies and all these kind of things that we're thinking through that it seems so commonplace on some level if you've been involved with it for any length of time. And then there's, yeah, there's so many other companies that are more branded or less when it gets in, you know, they're not, they're not really getting into the tactics or the strategies or metrics as deeply as, Mm -hmm. as direct, direct response. And it doesn't matter what format you're in, if you're in radio or television or print, online like the the tools and the tactics are similar across all those different channels how they're implemented are unique and so you've kind of taken that from the maybe i mean essentially a a tsl a a tech sales letter an old school print maybe kind of converted that into translating that to a video sales letter and developing those Mm -hmm. skills over the last several years do you go to any of the conferences or i've never until um i can't remember who introduced us actually that's weird but until we got we met in that mar- yeah we met yeah. in the marketing group but yeah, no so i you don't know someone, i never someone introed someone introed you to me because i was bitching mm-hmm. so i can't i can't remember who it was but i was in a private chat there's like you know 25 of us or so in a private chat and i i was just literally bitching i was bitching about limelight not having out the door solutions. I was bitching about there not being an out the door solution for video creation. Now I got to go to voice one, two, three. And it's, it's mm-hmm. like, so you find someone that's like, hi, my name is Sharon. It's like, bitch, tone it down. And so you spend yeah. so much time and I'm literally losing my mind about this because I've done this before and I don't want to do it again. And yeah. so, it's tricky. Male hands is tricky and you got to get the right, you gotta get the right guy or girl for it. It, it really, really is. And so someone said to me, I know this kid that, um, and they warned me, they were like, he looks like he's 12. You're not going to want to work with him. <laughs> have, have a conversation. They, I, they, I can't remember who the hell it was though. He was like, let me intro you. And so they introed us on Facebook and it really, it really is game changing when you don't have to manage all of those moving parts. He says, inevitably, yeah. Inevitably, you've got the guy on Upwork making the slides 10 times. I mean, this is just how it is. I mean, I've gone through this so many times, it's ridiculous. And then you've got to take Mm -hmm. all the slides and send them back 10 times to make sure the slides are right. Then you've got the video guy doing, you know, the actual video creation that he's going to put the slides over. Mm -hmm. They generally want you to go out and find the music you want to use and the reels you want to use so that you got to spend all this time on Shutterstock doing that half yeah. the time you can hear shutterstock.com that was fun that happened to me uh-huh. so it's it's 
it's just all of these moving pieces where if you can bring someone in at the price point. So I took his, when he gave me his, his quote, I was, you know, we talked about it. I was nervous, but when he gave me his quote, I looked at all of the moving pieces. He was maybe 2% higher. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm literally talking like 2% higher than what I paid for the last VSL we did. And I didn't have to do any of the work. Mm-hmm. Like, I had no how much time was that saved right I, have no, I had yeah. no I was in the brainstorming sessions with the copywriter and with him on how I wanted it to look I described to them what the overall goal was Randall added his two cents you know hey calm down this is what we're actually going to do that's fine uh, he, didn't be, he didn't be told me very much so it was nice um and then we had a follow-up conversation when it was when the script was finished this is what we want and then we had a follow-up conversation when it was done. Here, I want to make some tweaks and changes. What do you think about these? What do you think about this? Um, and it just, it, the, my time. So simple. Like, you know what we charge for yep. 15 hours of my time. Yep. And if you can take my time and take 15 hours per week for an entire month and give it back to me. All day long. All day it's a huge long. saving to clients. It, yeah. So instead of our client paying me to work on this VSL this whole time, I have been working to on fix the a bunch of crap. Build. Right. Yeah. Right. I've been working on the funnel build. Yeah. I've been working on the upsells. I've been working on um, the optimization of the emails before the emails ever went out by testing on their current products. Like right. we have been able to move mountains because of this. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the phone. Anybody who knows me very well, Max knows yep. I don't really smoke at all. If I yeah, think valuable, yeah. valuable, if I don't. I don't, and that's it. There's no She's not happy with you. You, 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 have, you don't have to guess. You don't have to guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. You know, and that, that, that's our big selling point. I've been in the industry for uh, my whole life. You know, I know what works, what doesn't. But, it, but some people, you know, if you're just a solo guy, you're looking for a shoestring budget, we probably aren't the best fit, you know. But sure. for people that, like you guys, that are high, you know, that you guys are just you guys are top level people. And for people that want to get it done, get it done right, and they value their time. I personally think, you know, we're the best fit. You know, I appreciate what you were just saying. I'm in, in all yeah. honesty, if you're on a shoestring budget, you don't belong in this game with VSLs. You don't. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah. yeah. There you are don't. plenty of people that can negotiate tons of terms. Believe in me. Believe in my vision. I've. But here's the problem. If you don't have the money to handle um, – the issues that will arise and they will arise. If you don't yep. have the money to put into the project, the project will only float itself. It'll never truly work. And you're so behind right. the ball that even if the project, and we've seen this Travis and I firsthand, you can have an amazing product with amazing marketing that's bringing thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars every month in. But if you didn't start off correctly, you can never mm-hmm. get ahead of it, no matter how much money you bring in. You can never get ahead yeah. of it. Yeah, you're always behind the eight ball, trying to catch up. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I'm making, I'm making a million dollars a month in profit. Where's it all going? It's paying back eight months worth of not doing it right, not yeah. having the right, right structure, not having the right things in place. And when you pay a dollar eight months after the fact, it actually costs you fifteen. Right. So yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah. hard to catch up. Yeah. Well, it look there there's a time and place to, to save money where you can and being frugal, but being frugal is different than being cheap. Yeah. Right. Like being cheap is like you're cutting out expenses on things that you should be paying. That Don't be cheap. Be frugal. Don't yeah. waste money that you don't need to waste, but spend the money on the quality of the things that you need 
because if you don't, it's going to bite you in the ass and it's, it, it'll cost you more in the long run. Yep. yep. So be frugal. Don't be cheap. Sometimes saving a yeah. dollar will actually cost you a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I seen it. Seen it completely agree with that. Seen it many yeah. Times. Especially on the marketing side. Yeah. So you're primarily focused on doing video sales letters and that's mm-hmm. kind of the sweet spot where you're, where you really spend most of your time and energy. Do you still use text sales letters or TSLs? Oh yeah. A lot of, a lot of our clients do. And, uh, you know, I, I sell video for a mm-hmm. living and I tell everyone the video doesn't always win. You know, there's certain cases, there's certain funnels where a long form sales letter could very easily be a VSL. But I think if you're just going for conversion rate and you're going for a lower ticket impulse, like a free plus shipping or under like a $17 price point, there's a very good likelihood that it's just straight conversion rate, uh, a tech sales letter could win. But if you're going for like a high, you know, $150, mm. $200 average order, and you're going for the really good, you know, spending customers, you got to go video. Video, whether it's in form of a VSL or a webinar or, you know, a summit even, you need to do and use long form video content mm. uh, to get them to, you know, buy and spend you know, $200 plus. But, but don't get me wrong, sales letters, depending on the funnel, depending on the product can still very easily work. And so can, and so can a mix, you know, a mix sales letter with a video on top and then a sales letter that goes down the page, you know, so there's sales letters and tech stuff, you know, and even direct mail for that matter still can work really well. Yeah. I, uh, I think a lot of people underrate even, you know, traditional direct mail campaigns or, or it seems so antiquated uh-huh. in, the, in the digital space that, yeah. you know, Digital is so much faster. I mean, that's actually one of the beautiful things mm-hmm. about direct marketing in general, especially in the digital spaces. You can run multiple tests simultaneously and get a tremendous amount of data extremely yep. quickly. Um, yep. So that it, it's it's fantastic. It's fast moving. It, it's fun. Um, and there's a tremendous amount of data that you can just literally dive into. One of the things that I'm seeing that's more, more popular recently is um, even for like product, you know, uh, videos, right? So like lower ticket products. I mean, I mean, going back to like the tactical flashlights, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you know, putting together some video content for that or editing some video content for some of that, um, you know, where it's, where it's not a long sales video. Mm-hmm. It's, it's relatively short. It, it's, I mean, it's essentially equivalent to, you know, a 30 or 60 spot on, you know, short form TV. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you do yeah, any yeah, of that kind yeah, of stuff? We, yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. So when me and my, you know, my dad were kind of, I was starting to kind of get up and start selling. You know, we, we were really, we, we dabbled with the flashlights. We kind of got to it a little <laughs> late, but yeah, so we, we were involved with some of that kind of stuff. And I was around with a lot of that gadget survival. We work, we work with a lot of survival guys that mm-hmm. if they're just doing like a free knife offer or something, it'll be a shorter video, you know? So right, right. we definitely do some shorter stuff too. Well, I, I think also the other opportunity is like, there's a lot of guys that do like drop shipping or they're getting products and yeah. they have the same stock footage that everybody else does, but getting a little bit of yeah. video content put together for, you know, just having one of their own products that's hot makes it completely unique from everything else. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, that, that, that helps. And another thing I was going to mention, I completely forgot about until now, not a huge thing, but a lot of people are doing it if they are compliant on Facebook. Mm-hmm. People, I've seen a lot of people actually running their VSL as a Facebook ad. Yes. And it sounds kind of weird, but then it just, 
it totally removes the the click. You know, they don't have to click over to the landing page and watch it this way. We have a client right doing there on their timeline. Yeah. yeah, we have a client doing yeah. it now, and it's right. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. They started going direct on to Facebook for their VSL, and incredible. Yeah. Well, and that was the other question yeah, I was going to ask. My guys do that. Yeah. Is is when you're working with somebody, do you when you're thinking about how to put the production together and how to edit it, are you conscious of the type of media that they're hoping to run this on? So, like, if somebody's running on Facebook or wants to run this on Facebook, oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, how do you take that into consideration in that process? Oh yeah, that makes a huge difference. Yeah, well, um, we actually work with a surprising amount of compliant people that do VSLs, like in weight loss. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to watch what you use. It's a pain. You can't use people holding stomach fat you can't use people with tape measures you can't use dark and depressing clips you can't use the list goes on and on we go to there's no guidelines travis there's no guidelines for this this is this is the part that's amazing about working with the right people and when i tell Mm -hmm. people all the time do not save a few dollars working with the wrong people right because there's no guidelines you cannot find what he is saying anywhere right has to come from experience or network Right. So Matt, yeah, right. go ahead. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure Travis understood that because it's 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 so valuable to know what's allowed on Facebook because they don't freaking tell you. This has been mm-hmm. yeah, no, out yeah. by multiple people going in and going, let me remove the, the woman holding the fat. Oh, now they accept it. Right. Hey guys, we can't use fat. Like that's literally how these um, have been figured out and sorted through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, direct response is just, that's why I tell people that are kind of defensive working with us. It's like, you know, the people know drug response they don't and it just makes a huge difference if you work with people that have that have been around it for a while but like skincare is another thing you can't hold wrinkles obviously you can't have any needles for showing botox or anything so there's just a long list of stuff you can and can't use on facebook tabula is the same a little bit more lenient but um and then like that's about it. like obviously there's no compliance with email there's no the other like native networks like mg ID rev content is a little iffy sometimes, but um, usually we know you know what traffic source um, the client's going to use, and um, but there there are there are sometimes where you know they they'll just kind of tell us just use whatever the hell you want you know for like a power inbox type traffic source or something and and whatever. But but more and more people are really trying to get on Facebook. Yeah, they're trying to figure out ways to get on there, and uh, but it's a fifty fifty split, man. You, the copy and the video. It's not just like if you have the right words, Facebook will let you be on there. Um, a lot of these guys, man, like that, you know, you can't have the clip can't be too sexy. The video clip, if it's, if the VSL is being run on Facebook, the timeline, the, the you can't have a clip too close to their face. Like just weird crap like that. <laughs> that you need to watch so that can get, they can get the ad shut down, even get your Facebook account, you know, shut down. Mm-hmm. So it's, or you know, it's, uh, that's the best is when yeah. it's just paused for no reason, for no yeah. reason. Just we're pausing you until we look at this. Till you look at what yeah. issue, and then three days later, you're just running again. No explanation yeah. whatsoever. We need mm-hmm. them. They we they do not need us. They just I, I swear, like someone wakes up and says, you know what, I'm having a really bad day. Who looks like my wife that pissed me off? She does. I'm cutting her ass. Yeah. Swear to God, it's, yeah. it's the only freaking rhyme or reason for it. Yeah, it's a crapshoot. It really is a crapshoot. It's kind of a ticking time bomb, you know, depending on what the offer is and mm-hmm. everything. And it's uh, it's a pain in the ass. 
But it, it, you know, it is good traffic, but it's not as good as email. Even though email, it's harder to scale because there's only, you know, so much of it that you can rent or people will send as an affiliate. But um, yeah. average order value, people I work with, at least they always say Facebook's on, on the lower end. You know, Google AdWords, um, the banner ads, those, a lot of people are starting to kind of use those still. And YouTube has been phenomenal, a little bit less strict on compliance. A lot of people are starting to use YouTube. Yeah. Facebook yeah. is funny because the the amount of volume that you can bring in on the front end is mm -hmm. astronomically higher than anything else that I've seen. Yeah. If you yeah. if you know how to do it, but you are right the the profit side of what you when you look at long term, not today, not thirty days from now, but six months from now, when you mm -hmm. look at that buying native buying um, a freaking order in a space on Newsmax for some of these skincare and joint health. Mm -hmm. and it, just the, the amount of money that you profit long-term from those customers, how long they stay on. It's really odd of why it works that way. Cause it's the same person, right? A lot of um, like one of the guys I was talking to um, mon Monday, uh, we were talking to him. He did a bunch of, uh, media buys and then he took the email mm. addresses of the people who purchased from him over six months and did a lookalike on Facebook mm. six months after the fact the people who were the lookalikes that from the media that he bought on Facebook the profit was way less than the people who he continued to purchase on from native huh. wow yeah weird right yeah it is weird I'd love I don't to know. spend some you time know, drilling yeah. into that to understand <laughs> just don't have yeah. good time on our hands, <laughs> yeah. but I would love I to I'm trying to figure that out because it's very interesting. Yeah. So when you're, when you're working with clients um, and somebody comes to you and they're, you know, contemplating putting together a video sales letter with you, you know, do you take them through kind of a process? Do you do your own evaluation? Are you kind of letting out who you can work with and who's really good fit and kind of mm -hmm. saying, yeah, let's, this is definitely a fantastic option or it, you know, I know you want to do this and I, you know, I could do it for you, but this is not really the best fit for you. You may yeah. want to really consider yeah. X, Y, Z. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely at that point in the company where we do kind of evaluate every situation because it, it's like a, a video sales letter is an awesome tool to use to, to sell supplements or anything, you know, courses, mm -hmm. info products at, at scale, but it's not going to, in my opinion, it's not going to just be a whole business. I, I mean, I've seen people with one video sales letter sell hundreds of thousands, you know, dollars worth of products, but I, some people have unrealistic expectations of what right. they're going to expect on the conversion rate and on a, and just what it can produce. And, and it's like, you need to have a whole sales funnel built out with, with follow-up. And, but you know, so the way I, I try to tell every client is the video sales letter is a great way to acquire customers mm -hmm. at break even or at a profit, but it's not going to be, thing where you can turn on a light switch and all of a sudden you'll be instant millionaire you need to so people that are kind of more just the solo entrepreneurs yep. we work with everyone that has the right expectations you know and they have a good product and they really believe in it we'll gladly work with them but we, we i like working with more bigger companies that just want to use they understand okay we're using this video as just a tool to acquire customers it's not just the number you know it's not just the only thing in our business right. we also have upsells we have email follow-up because the last thing I want to do is, is work with a client, make them an awesome video, 
but then because they had unrealistic uh-huh. expectations, it's like, then, you know, they're upset. So we do kind of evaluate every situation. The one thing I tell everyone, if they're used to writing sales, the text sales letters, you should really work with a copywriter or you should learn how to write video sales letters because the beginning of it, the intro and the lead are completely different than a text sales letter because you really need to tell a story. You need to be able to really pull an emotional trigger mm-hmm. on the viewer and get them to consume and watch the video. Whereas I feel like a text sales letter is a little bit different. So I've had some people that say we have a text sales letter. We want to convert it straight over to a VSL. Um, you know, it's, like it's just not really, it's not really it doesn't always work like that, right? It doesn't always work like that. It's not as yeah. easy as that. They're just, they're kind of two different things. So, that's another thing that some people just don't, you know, totally understand at first. And, um, but, you know, I, I really think, um, you know, it's just, I think you need to have a really good copywriter and there are some amazing copywriters out there that, that can write for video where it tells a real story where it's like, mm-hmm. you just get glued to the video. You can't stop watching it, you know? So I really think there are a couple small things like that that can make or break a VSL. We just try to kind of be a one-stop shop. I, I thought it was kind of a niche thing, but I think there's a need for it. And so we do everything from the, you know, we work with specific voiceover artists. That, and, and, and I know that kind of sounds like a funny thing, a specific voiceover artist, but it's like there really are certain voiceover artists that we have just, you know, an eye for that, that can convert. We've, we've split tested different voiceovers for different clients, and there are certain tones and, and, and just voices that perform better on VSLs and others. So we work with certain voiceover artists that are experienced in VSLs. They know what works, what doesn't work. And then we do everything from there to the video production, uh, A to Z. So when you work with us, um, if you come to us with a script, we'll do the whole thing A to Z. We'll get you a, you know, fully finished VSL at the end of it. And so, you know, a lot of people, maybe they're just video editors or whatever, then you need to get the voiceover. Maybe they just do some of the video and you have to do the slides or whatever. We do the whole thing start to finish. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's kind of one thing, you know, we don't do any copywriting. We work with a lot of really good copywriters, but we just focus on this one thing, just the video. That's our main thing. That's our bread and butter. And I think that really kind of helps us stand out. Whereas, you know, we're working with a tons of different clients. We know what's working. And so we will do everything A to Z for your video work. I want to talk okay. about that for a second, if yeah. I could, um, just because I've been sure. through the process and I and I love I love the process. So, like like Max said, generally what you do is you go on one platform and you hire a voice actress, right? You test, not test, but you you have twelve of them send you samples. It takes an enormous amount of time. Then you go to you know Upwork or whatever, and you hire someone to make the slides for you, which you have to review every single one separately. And then you mm-hmm. get that all to a video editor who puts it all together with background video and all that other good stuff. So what I loved about my process with Max is I went to him long before the VSL. So our copywriter um, for the last project we did together our, uh, isn't out yet. We're coming out with them Monday. He, he started, and at the same time he started, I contacted Max. And the so copywriter said, and Max at the same time. Yeah. So the copywriter started writing and mm-hmm. Max and I got on a phone call that same day. Okay. And it was just a call. It was just a call. Hey, this is what I'm looking to do. Um, and it gave me some direction on, and him some direction. So it let me know like all of those moving parts that you generally spend 30 days putting together, 
during the part of the copywriter, the only thing I had to do was keep answering Max Skypes. Do we have a word count yet? Do we have a word count yet? Do we have a word count yet? <laughs> the only <laughs> he was so he was so great on the follow up, and and then I would I would write the copywriter. Do we have a word count yet? <laughs> so that was so that that literally took you know easily 10 hours a week, 15 hours a week of that 30 day process, that one month process off of my plate. Um, just so I don't do any of those things, but managing all of those moving parts. Pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then mm -hmm. having to, so when you, so just to give anyone who's listening and thinking, you know, Hmm, I really want to do a VSL, but there's just too much involved there. Generally you, well, you hire the voice actress, right? So you go and you give them a sample of copy. They read it. You listen to 12 of them, which by the end of the day sound the same. Um, then you hire one and then they record the whole thing. Then you go back and you say, okay, you've got an influx here. You've got a pause here. You've got to get sound super excited here. You sound really right. happy here. You should sound sad here. Mm -hmm. It's a freaking enormous project. I literally sat down with Max, gave him everything that I envisioned. And then he sat down with our copywriter. Um, okay, directly. Directly. Yeah. So, so mm -hmm. plug copywriter accelerator. We hire all of our copywriters through there. So we hired mm -hmm. a copywriter using Stefan and Justin's um, help and suggestions. And then Max went directly to him. What do you hear here? What do you see? Mm. Here? I got the video back. Max, what did, do you remember what I said to you when I got the video back? Uh, you liked I I don't remember word for word, but I remember you really, really, really liked it. <laughs> there was a few F bombs in there because I was like, we have like three very simple edits. Simple, like let's start right. with yeah, strategy. Couldn't yeah. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it because I generally <laughs> spend 30 days and Travis, you've worked with me long enough yep. to know that I'm nuts about things being right. Um if if it's in my head a certain way, I have to deliver it a certain way. It just doesn't work for me. And so I got that delivered polished product with all of the emotion. And, and we spent some time, Max and I, and he took the time mm -hmm. to listen to what I was trying to relay. And we were, we we're doing something that um, none of us have seen out there. I'm sure someone's done it, but you know, none of us seen out there never been done before. We're speaking yeah. um, in a completely different tone of voice and, and, and speaking to a different set of heartstrings here and trying to pull people in in a certain kind of way. And so I just relate to him what I was trying to do there. He spent the time with um, Randall, the copywriter and, and boom, like this, this finished product of the slides and they were, they were spot on. We had three people run through the slides and it literally took as long as it took to read because there were no edits. Mm -hmm. They were done correctly. It was, it was, it was fantastic because Max was basically, if you want to think about it this way, he was our contractor. We had a bunch of subcontractors building a house for us and Max <laughs> delivered, Max delivered this perfect, you know, structure to us. Right. So it was very easy. It took a lot of the guesswork out and a lot of the expense out, believe it or not. Sure. Yeah. Well, so, I, I appreciate that. You know, I really do. And I, and the thing I, you know, I wanted to mention on Atlas Combat is I think we're a really great fit for people that just like you guys are saying, you guys are so busy, you're high level people. You need to get it done. You need to get it done right. And it's just, it's worth your time just right. uh, to get it done like this and just to get it done right. And, you know, so I, I just want to say I appreciate that comment. And it was a really, really, really fun. That one in particular was a really fun project to work on because it was so different. And, and the script was amazing. And so I, it was a really fun one for sure.
Yeah. Okay. And so I want Travis to ask the second part of the question, but then I kind of want to dive into Travis <laughs> after. No, I want the question you initially asked that I always take us on off track on. Sorry. Um, I do want you to ask that question, but then I want to dive into what we did after the fact and the suggestions mm -hmm. and the brainstorming that Max and I um, were able to do after the fact to make some tweaks that have also no one has heard of ever being done before because I love that collaboration. We at Shockwave have this beautiful situation where we can talk about the results of a lot of different funnels because we're involved in right. a lot of different funnels. Well, so is Max because he's watching it from an editing mm -hmm. side. And so instead of some editor in you know the UK or India that you're sending on um, Upwork, he's going, <laughs> I'm just saying, because that's what a lot of right. us do. That's what I've done in the past before I met Max. And so he was able to say to me, hey, I get what you're trying to do here, but in the end, what's going to happen is you're going to come back to me and you're going to tell me to edit this once you're done with the split test and here's why. So it's right. a beautiful collaboration when you can brainstorm that way. But I'll, I'll let you go back into the question you were asking, Travis, and we can circle back to that. Yeah, well, and, and on some level too, like when we talked about, um, when we're talking to Damon about how, you know, how to work in collaboration with our copywriter at the time so we have the boundary set in place. Right. Hashtag, and you save a lot of hashtag Damon Wright of <laughs> he's talking he's talking about our FDA attorney who if you haven't okay. listened to that podcast, you should go listen to. But right. But but that that was such a great tool because it, it gave the framework and it saved a lot of back and forth. It saved a lot of time and money on the legal costs, on the copywriter time and money and edits. And so it's it's kind of the same thing here. It's like it's connecting in the copywriter, it's connecting in Max with the copywriter directly. It's connecting Max with our vision. And then Max, you're just taking it and, and you're executing on that vision because you've internalized that vision for what we want on the campaign. And now you're, you're saving us a ton of time and saving us a ton of money by going back, you know, going back and forth directly. So we're not having to manage every different step and micromanage the entire process. Yeah, for sure. So Max micromanaged me. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better. It's even better. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, well, and, and before we get in, before we go to, you know, where we're going to go on, like talking about structuring and pricing and that kind of stuff, like, you know, what's, when you're evaluating some, a, a client, you know, what makes a really good VSL? Are there certain, you know, certain things that, you go, yes, this is absolutely perfect for VSL. Maybe, you know, whether it's neutral or whether it's the copy, like how do you, how do you discern what makes a fantastic fit and what is terrible? Like this is not going to work at all. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, definitely without a doubt, number one is the copywriter. That makes okay. just the world, and I'm sure you guys all know this, the copy is, you know, a huge part of it. So yeah. um, you need to invest in a good copywriter. If you can't write copy yourself, um, that, that's a huge difference. And, um, another, another, you know, the, the product makes a difference. We, we work with a lot of supplement clients. So a lot of it's kind of the same stuff, mm -hmm. but I think, you know, it, not even the product as much as how much they structure their product and the offer, because it, it just seems so common to me, at least that you would structure it in like a buy one, get one or a buy two, get one. You need structure it. So you, they get a one month, three months, six months for supplement at least. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you see a lot of these people that they don't, do that and they think that there's um that it doesn't make sense or that it won't actually help the average order but that makes like the world of a difference so you, you, know, you need to be able mm -hmm. to structure your offer and it sounds simple but if you're not doing that that's just a gigantic mistake 
And um, uh, you know, surprisingly, you know, there are some other ways to do an offer. People still do uh, some trial stuff, and, and that can work really well in combination with a VSL. But um, I would just say, yeah, the copywriter, the way you structure your offer, and you'd also be shocked how many products can sell with a long-form video. Because that, that's all VSL really is, just a long-form right. sales video. And, um, yeah, you know, typically it's for supplements and info products. You'd be shocked just the weird amount of other products and services that we've, you know, done in the direct response space. Um, you know, like we buy cell phones and, and gold offers and just stuff you wouldn't <laughs> expect that convert really well with a sales video. So I would just say you need to have a great copywriter and you need to have someone that has done VSLs before write the copy because there is a trick to it, you know, storytelling and everything. And so you need to make sure that's why when Emma mentioned copy seller, you gotta get if you're looking for a, a copywriter, that's why I tell everyone, go to those guys because mm-hmm. train you know, they're the best they're the best of the best when it comes to training and working with the copywriters. So you just And they're proven uh, copywriters, right? Like they're yeah, what I, mean, I love about yeah. their program is um and Stefan, you can send me flowers if you're listening. But <laughs> 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 I like orchids. But, um, but no, in all seriousness, what's fantastic is when I'm going through the process of hiring a copywriter, I initially, they have a form that you can fill out that only go to their inside members. So these are people who are part of their group I, only. These are proven copywriters. These are people who are very mm-hmm. successful that are continuing to hone their skill. And what's amazing is when you hire a copywriter in Copy Accelerator, you're hiring a copywriter and it, we're really not getting any kickback for this for... <laughs> <laughs> this just happens to be a way that we've determined was a proven was a proven way. So I'll yeah. go to Stefan. Yeah. He'll send me the same form that he sent me a hundred times because I can never find it. I'll fill out the form on the project, you know, the budget, so on and so forth. He'll post it within his group. I will get a mm-hmm. ton of people sending me samples. I'll go mm-hmm. through. I'll take a look. I'll narrow it down, and then I'll go to Stefan and I'll say, "Hey, this is who I plan on picking." You know. Am I making a good decision? He gives me the thumbs up. But then on the back end, he's got that copywriter in his program. That copywriter is getting feedback from Justin. He's getting feedback yeah, from right. Stefan. He's getting feedback from the other copywriters that are all proven within the group. And so by the time mm-hmm. I'm, I've got the script, which I used to require like draft after draft after draft. Nope, not with them because they're working on mm-hmm. it the whole time. They're homing it and, and they're going, we have this product. This is what worked on split test. That's what worked mm-hmm. on split test. So you're able to utilize a community to get a script that Max can then take. And and listen, scripts are great, but when you have someone to take your video and put it in, put everything that you visualized when you were writing it and be able to actually visualize that on the screen, like make that yep. on the screen. It just, when it comes mm-hmm. together, it's art. I'm sorry, it is. Whether you're selling yeah. An ED product or a skincare cream or, you know, like you were saying, a gold offer. It, it really mm-hmm. is art. And so yeah. I just I wanted to chime in there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Again, Stephen no, and it's, so, it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, then the copy is a big part of it. And that's just such an easy resource. I feel like a lot of my clients don't have you know, up-to-date copywriters. Because a lot, a lot of my clients, they're, they're from the direct mail space. They're older, you know, old school mm-hmm. stuff. And they're looking for newer copywriters and, that's where I tell them to go because it's just a proven thing. You know, the copy gets vetted by, you know, like she was saying in that group and it just makes, makes a big difference. And, and it makes a huge difference than when they come and give us the script when we can actually do the video because 
you know, like if, if a script just doesn't flow right, the video kind of can get messed up and, and it doesn't, does it just, it just, it doesn't all work well together if the script from the start isn't right. So I would, you know, if you're going to considering getting into a VSL, you know, I would really recommend getting the right copywriter for it. And, uh, and then, yeah, just, you know, structuring it right. And, and then the other thing too, is, is being able to have an appetite to make adjustments because when you, and I know mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it later on, but when you look at your analytics, which whatever video player you're using, you need to be able to make specific changes here and there in the video and, and to keep people watching, you know, and whatnot. And because that's, that's just a, a given thing. It's rare that you see someone write a script right from the get go. It's just a, it's a home run hit. Usually there's a couple right. changes in the lead and, and tests and whatnot. So I would definitely suggest being able to have an appetite to, to test a couple different leads, test a couple different things and with the offer and whatnot too, to see what converts the best, you know, a couple different speeds, you know, a lot, a lot of different things, a lot of different minute things you can, you know, test and whatnot in the VSL. Mm-hmm. And do you always like uh, suggest that a client test the a TSL and the VSL and kind of do a split test between them to just see how they convert or what's working better? No, you know, I don't even really, uh, must they ask, I don't even mm-hmm. really get involved in it. You know, nowadays, it's like if you're going to run on a, a paid traffic, not email, but native or Facebook or Google, mm-hmm. you probably, not always, Facebook is a little bit different, but you're probably going to use just a, a video sales letter. If you're especially on native, you know, you yeah. rarely see tech sales letters. So a lot of these guys, they just say, we need it. This is what we need, you know, and let's just get going. So, but some people do ask for our input, you know, so it just kind of just depends. And then some people, of course, if they're trying to transition over to a video sales letter, will will do a split test. And like I said earlier in the video, I have seen on some occasions a tech sales letter win, but I have yet to ever see a tech sales letter win on average order value. So it, it can win mm. on conversion rate. Maybe I wouldn't be shocked. But on average order value, it's always significantly higher with a video sales letter because you're doing so much warming up in that video sales letter and convincing. By the time they watch your entire VSL, they're more apt to take the upsell. They're more apt to take the six-month supply. And so so I tell everyone, I go, and I just be completely transparent. I, I, I would like to see this have a higher conversion rate with the video sales letter, but I am almost 99.9% confident your average order value is going to go up from a tech sales letter to a VSL. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the amount of time on a VSL because that's something that um, is the hardest sell for me when we're working with our clients. When we're presenting to them, hey, we want to do a VSL for your offer, they hear we're going to hire a copywriter and they're going to write a 45 minute to 55 minute <laughs> documentary mm-hmm. style. Uh, <laughs> video for you and people are actually going to watch it and they're really going to buy and we're going to make them watch the whole thing and they can't fast forward. It's a hard sell. So I'd love for you to talk about that and and what you see. And I know you do videos from eight minutes to 65 minutes. So I'd love to hear you talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, it just depends on the complexity of the, the offer, the product. I mean, typically the lower priced the product is. So if you're working on like a $27 ebook, you right. don't need as much copy. So like, like a 30 minute VSL can pass, which for me, a 25 to 30 minute VSL is on the shorter side, to be completely honest. And when I tell like friends that aren't in the industry that that's a short video, they just can't believe it because it does seem long, <laughs> but like 25, 30 minutes is short. I mean, that's, that's, you can barely get a lead in and a story and just an offer within 25 minutes. That's really short. So 
a lot of the people we work with, like 45 minutes has been a sweet spot. It seems like lately. Um, but like I said, you know, we've, we've done stuff 65, 70 minutes. We've even done some stuff even longer. I don't always think it's a good idea in the supplement info product space to mm-hmm. be over like 70 minutes. I can see like a webinar, like most webinars are an hour and a half, sometimes even like two hours, but a webinar is usually selling like a 900, you know, $997 product plus could even be more. Whereas a, a VSL, if it's supplement or even info product, you know, typically the average order is $150, $200. And so I think once it gets over that like 60 minute range, you know, an hour, like five minutes, 10 minutes, gets a little bit long. And I, I honestly don't, don't even have the stats on where, you know, where is the right time. I just know right. from like this, what usually comes out to number one, the faster the voiceover speed typically the better it's going to convert because people I feel like don't mind sitting there watching it. But if the voice is really slow, we've split tested Mm. it before you will get a lower conversion rate. And the other thing too, is I think you need a certain level of copy to be able to convince someone to pull out their credit card on the spot and give you $150. And you just, I don't think you can pull it off in the supplement space with 25 minutes, 30 minutes of video, unless it's just a, you know, a really unique product, maybe like, you know, in some, some, uh, some info products kind of a really unique, weird twist to it. You can kind of do a shorter copy, but if you're in the supplement space, I really, you know, think you need to get in that 45, 50 minute range for a good solid VSL really goes, you know, through everything. And, and of course you don't want it to be too long, but, but you know, if it is <laughs> get a little long, you can always just speed up the voiceover and, and that, you know, should help. Yeah. I love I remember talking. Brought, oh, sorry, Jeremy. Sorry, I, I was going to say. It, go ahead. You go. I'm quiet. I'm muting. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, I remember talking to a number of copywriters and they always ask, you know, how long should my copy be? And the answer that at least Stefan always gives is as long as it needs to be to sell. Um, right. And so I'm assuming on some level, it's the same with the video, right? Like if you can sell it in two minutes, why would you spend 60 to do it? Right. But if you, mm-hmm. if you, if you, if it takes 60 minutes to sell it, don't cut it short. Like take the time that it needs to really sell. Um, And I'm assuming from the production side, that's exact same. Like if it takes that time to tell that story, take the time to tell the story. Um, Yep, exactly. Yeah. And on the other, on the other hand, I think also, you know, if somebody's spending 30 minutes with you, 60 minutes with you, or whatever that sweet spot is, they've invested a commitment, right? So, so it is like a little bit like a barrier to entry, right? Like if you, Mm -hmm. if you jump in too quick for the sell, it's like, they're not that invested in, the story and what what's unique what's the unique mechanism about why this product oh, is so amazing absolutely absolutely so, that, that, that's why it's the same thing that i'm sure you guys know like you know so many people i work with have tested when to show the add to cart button mm-hmm. um in the vsl and like nine times out of ten the more you hold it out for and and even if you wait you know because some people they'll show the add to cart button maybe right when you get on the landing page well that you know doesn't help the conversion rate and some people will hold out the add to cart button until you introduce the product, but you still haven't introduced the price point. Well, mm-hmm. that, you know, usually doesn't even do as well. Usually do, does the best is after you introduce the product and then introduce the price point and you can do a little bit of price anchoring. So you come in high mm-hmm. and you say, you know, you're not going to pay this, you're not going to pay this. Then once you come into the actual retail price, then you show the add to cart button, you know, then you'll get the best conversion rate with it. So it's a really weird thing, you know, for just a, 
as a bystander, you wouldn't think that someone would actually sit there for 45 minutes without a button, without any ability to skip or anything and watch the video. But it, it kind of makes sense because it's like with a, with a tech sales letter, they had the option to skip and they can read however much they want and they can always just press the add to car button and, and see the price. But it makes sense. Like you were saying, you know, you, you really make them sit there, listen to the story, yeah. listen to you know, the unique mechanism, the pricing, the reasoning behind the pricing. And, and so by the time that they watch your whole video and they're 45 minutes invested into it, they logically think this is a great investment and mm-hmm. it has to buy and they're convinced and they, you know, and, and it makes sense. Whereas like if you're doing like newspaper advertorials or something like that, they, you, they need to call in you need to get a phone person to sit there and persuade them to buy this does it on demand and it's right. like it's 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 automated it's right there doing all the selling all the persuasion and it's just a really cool way to do it and you know if you're forced to buy your traffic network to offer a skip option some you know like Taboola and stuff actually make you you know offer that so they can skip to the video mm-hmm. you have to do it but if you can you know get away with not giving that option to skip the video it, without Much a doubt, better. it's going to help the conversion rate because then you really make them sit there and consume the whole sales message. Yeah. What were, what were you going to jump in with there, Emma? Well, we left, but we can go back. Yeah. Um, I was going to bring up, I love that you brought up the, um, the speed. Mm-hmm. Because we just we just went through this. So it was trying to determine what speed to have a 50 minute or 50, it was 55 minute VSL. And so there were points of the VSL where almost to normal, just slightly sped up speed was just so it like heart wrenching moments that you're just, you know, you're listening to the story and it's just so uh, Max, how would you word that? It was just so it drew you in. Right, right. And then it got, you know, a little sciencey is what I like to call it. Where they start mm-hmm. talking about the science behind why the product actually works, right? Um, and so it, it was really, uh, this was a fun project to me because we played with it in a way that I've never done before. Um, and that Max has never done before. I'm sure someone has done it, but neither of us have ever mm-hmm. done it. Where we started out at one speed and changed it throughout the VSL. Tricky, tricky. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that works Test out. For us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the reality is, it, yeah. is that yeah, the reality is, is that we can change it. It's not you know the end of the world by any means, but we just we gradually throughout the VSL, and we also as I was, I sat there for hours, for hours and hours, and listened to it at different speeds to see what could my brain process, right? And, and how it processed. So we did little tweaks like, okay, when there's no music, that's when it's like the faster of mm-hmm. anything. Cause yeah. then you can, you can actually take the words and process them when the music's in the background at 1.25, it's just way too fast. It sounds insane. But when you work mm-hmm. it up, but if you work it up slowly versus doing it all at once, you don't even notice. Like yeah. mm-hmm. your brain just automatically thinks it's normal. And, and what was funny is I watched the VSL initially, like at normal speed when he first did it all, looking at the slides and so on and so forth. And I was way more engaged, obviously, to the story side of the VSL. And when they brought up all the science behind it, you know, you know, know, (laughs) not as interesting. The second time around is I listened to it with the faster speeds and I know where the speeds get raised, right? 
Yeah. But as someone watching, when every time he upped the speed, you got more engaged. Like it's a trigger in your brain. Yeah. That you just mm -hmm. go, oh, what just happened? What did, wait, I got to pay attention. Oh, wait a minute, what just happened? Yeah. And so mm -hmm. it was, it was really, and again, this, again, this part goes back to Max and his ability to understand the market and what we're looking for. So another thing that I have spent hours and hours editing with copywriters is when to capitalize in the slides, when to bold it, when to make it a different mm. color. So on the, those slides, mm -hmm. it's all the text, right? And so that text brings you back into the story. Like just as you're fading away, something happens on that video that brings you back in and makes you go, oh yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, wait a minute, right? So mm -hmm. I didn't have, there was not, Max, I don't think I gave you one edit there, did I? It was, per, it was no. perfect. It was perfect. Yeah, that was he, awesome. yeah, I mean he knew where people's minds were going to go because he's used to it. And this, this is the difference between hiring someone who understands video right. editing and hiring someone who mm -hmm. understands video editing and creation for direct response marketing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so it, it's just so important. Those little triggers change so much about where you land when you put this video out versus I have to do a ton of split testing to figure mm. out where I'm losing people. And, and because of experience, um, you just automatically know, like Travis, with you with merchant processing, when you're going through with our clients and their merchant processing, you can see things that are going to go wrong long before they go wrong because of your mm -hmm. experience <laughs> with, multiple, with multiple clients, right? You right, can go, hey, right. wait a minute. You're going to end up with a shit ton of refunds and you're going to be in trouble. We've got to back this out now because three months from now, here's what's going to happen. Well, that's what Max is capable of doing. With right. Him. And right. so having, having someone who understands those and, and creating the synergy of your creation and operations who has that background, your merchant processing that has that background, the copywriters that have that background, right. and then the VSL creation where all of the moving parts are every bit of that is thinking, it's just, it's fire. Like it really is. It comes mm -hmm. out so clean. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. That's good. That's yeah. fantastic. So, um, so when we're talking about different ways, right? So different types of marketing, you know, different types of tweaks that you can do to VSL. So Emma's talking a little bit about this idea of, you know, kind of speeding up and playing with, you know, the speed of the, of the, of the video itself in different parts. And I agree, like I'll, I'll listen to videos at twice the speed because it forces me to pay more attention and I don't, I feel like I'm not wasting as much time just like on the slow draw talking of, you know, whatever it's like, and it just, it just forces a, a higher level of intention. And, you know, when you're looking at video edits and tweaks, like what other types of things do you do? What are some of the tricks you've kind of developed over the years that you've pulled into, um, you know, testing different things or you, you know, you've kind of gone through some different variations and you find certain things consistently work better. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a handful of things like this, like the voiceover speed, the video speed, um, you know, just the the intro, the you know, the type of footage you use. I mean, I've we've seen even some tests as crazy as, you know, when when someone mentions a pain point, like like they mention wrinkles, and then you show the opposite, you show someone with beautiful skin. We've mm -hmm. seen that actually help conversion rates, believe it or not, because they they get in their mindset that. It's a horrible thing, but then you show them what the future outcome is going to be. Like, that, that's how I kind of perceive it. So there's, there's mm. different things like that. For sure, you want to play around with the video speed. Um, you know, you want to play around with different animation. Usually the more animated we seem to make it at the beginning, 
the better it does. It's just, you know, that kind of seems to be one thing that we've noticed lately. Um, and there's, there's different video styles that I think everyone should be using, like, like upsell videos. That That's one thing that a lot of supplement guys that I work with um, don't use. They don't even want to even test, but when they do test it, they, they get, a, they get yeah, everything. Everything gets better. Their conversion rate on their upsell gets better than their average order on the upsell. You know, it gets better if they give them an option to get a one or a three or a six month on the upsell. So that's something that you, that can be as easily as just tech slides on the upsell. But I think everyone should test it because typical upsells are it's basically just sales letters. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just sales text, you know. It's, and um, But it's so weird when you think of it logically you're 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 selling to a a person with a video sales letter you know that they that they are a video consumer they like to watch video mm-hmm. because they just sat through a 45 minute video and bought your product why wouldn't you show them another video it doesn't need to be the exact same um you know length but it's still like you still need to resell them justin goff always mentions that and it's like it's such a true thing so another thing i would throw into your ideas to test would be an upsell vsl if you aren't and the other thing that everyone seems to be talking about and wanting to test now are these mobile VSLs. I don't know if you guys mm. have come across them yet, but that's like a really hot topic. And it's a little bit trickier. You have to kind of remake parts of the VSL. It's not as easy as just changing the size or whatever, but um, it's something you know that, that a lot of people we work with. No. Can you go? I, so, I don't yeah, once you expand a little bit. I don't think a lot, of, yeah, yeah. Think a lot yeah. of people are going to know what it is, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's still a really new thing. Basically, the, the concept is, for your mobile traffic, you show the viewers just a it's, it's the it's the exact same VSL. It just perfectly fits in an aspect ratio of nine by sixteen into your mobile phone, like how maybe an Instagram story would. So it fits, you know, it, right into your mobile screen. We we just call them a vertical VSL, and it's the mm-hmm. exact same copy. It's the exact same video, and it's just proportioned in a different way. And for whatever reason this has been shown to actually increase conversions with the mobile traffic. And I haven't seen a case where it hasn't worked. And I mean, it's, it's not, you know, some 300% increase. It's usually like a 20, 25% increase, but it can make a huge difference if you have a lot of mobile traffic. And so I need 25% is huge. Actually. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah, When you're talking about a million dollars, you know, some clients are doing a million a month, you do a 20 to 25% increase. Increase and what is the so so essentially it's a different format depending on where the customer comes in from. So the the from, yeah. from the tech perspective, whether you're looking at uh, on your laptop, on your desktop, mobile, or mm-hmm. iPad, it automatically changes what you're looking at based upon what you're yeah. right. Logging in Somewhere from, like a right? website layout, right? Correct. Like yeah, Correct. it's exactly like Correct. a website layout. Yeah, your mobile, you have your desktop. It's the exact same thing. And after I, I thought of that, I go, God, it's just like a website layout. Because someone told me about this, and they were they were toying around with the idea. But that just, there's no way that would. Why would that work? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> then I, I thought about it. Oh, it's just like having a having a mobile website. It's like having a mobily optimized website. And we're in this Instagram world right now, where everyone's watching Instagram stories and they fit into your phone kind of thing. And I think it just goes really well with everything else with the mobile world and everything, it just it fits really well. So it, it's not very surprising. And, and that's kind of the idea, just having a separate VSL for mobile traffic. It's still the same, same content and everything, same copy, same content. It's just proportioned differently. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's just showing really great results. 
and it doesn't really take you any more time to to do right it's just you're just exporting it to a different format essentially as a new asset for the client yes and no kind of so that actually like 50 percent of the video is just simple you know but there's some 30 40 percent of it where if you have certain things like you know when you have freebies and stuff Mm. it'll be like spread around the whole video on a desktop view then you got to reposition it and you got to got put it. stuff on top of each other. So there is some expense to it. It's not as easy as just, you know, exporting got it, got it, it for five. I mean, you could, but things would get cut off and we've never, <laughs> you know, done that. But, but, um, but it's still, it's not as difficult as just making a whole new VSL or anything. Now, a lot of the stuff you can simply just change the size and it's ready to go. I know everyone is different and every VSL is different, but what is the approximate cost or a percentage of cost maybe is the better way to ask um, to add that. Like if I'm coming to you, Max, I'm saying, Hey, I'm going to have you put this whole video together, throw the mobile in. What's the, the additional cost to getting that? You know, it's anywhere from another thousand to 2000 bucks, maybe, you know, it could be less, could be more really just depends. You know, it just depends on how much, um, stuff we have to move around and change and whatnot. But I think, you know, let's say it's an extra $1,500. It's worth it all day because if you're yeah. actually running um, a lot of mobile traffic in, a, in two days, you could have that paid off for. Or, or less. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, you test, if you test and add it on after the fact too, that's another, like, you know, you have a proven product, right? Right. 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 You know right. that it's working and you know all it's going to do is increase your conversions. That's uh, generally something that we suggest people add on after the initial. Okay, this is working. Let's add on the uh, right the the upsell videos. Okay, let's, let's begin to test on. and optimize everything. Right, run through totally. Right, you're making yeah, money. Yeah. You're making money, so yeah. why not make more money? Like, why not right. take exactly. money you're making and reinvest it to make more money and more money and more money? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So That's let's let's talk yeah. to let's talk about optimization for a little bit then. Because if, when you're working with a client, are there certain things that you pre-plan out? So as you're doing, as you're producing the content, right? Um, are there things that you say, hey, let's, let's do this as a variation or this as a variation. So you're building assets together. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you know, just we, a lot of our clients, we work with on retainers. So, you know, we're it's an ongoing, we're always testing different things and trying different things. And um, so that, that is common, you know, I just, some clients have an appetite to test and some just don't want to bother. But the, you know, the, the testing is where you really make the money because sure. usually it's after the second or third revision. It doesn't matter how good it looks. It just depends on how much it sells, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like, usually we have to kind of play around a little bit of the data and, and see where things come back at until we get a, a really good winner. But you know, it just, it, it really just kind of depends on, you know, what the client, but I, I like, to, like to say, let's just test everything in sections and, and let's get a lead, get an intro, and then kind of get a story and the offer. And then we can swap out different, different leads, different intros, and, and kind of see what, uh, what works best, you know, because right. that can make a gigantic difference. If you have a certain uh, lead that, that gets people to watch, you know, at, at like 30% more, by the time that you get to the end of the video, you could have that many more people sitting there for when the add to car button pops. And, and, you know, so it's like, just that little change right there could make it a profitable offer. Yeah. I had a college professor, a video production class. Um, and he used to say the difference between amateur and professional is the polish. And, mm -hmm. and I think about that a little bit in the direct response space, like the difference between a campaign working 
and really working is those optimizations, right? Like those little tweaks, yeah. there's generally not some huge silver bullet that says, okay, you know, if I implement this, it's going to take it from a loser campaign to an amazing campaign. Like that's yeah. generally not going to happen, right? Like one little tweak. Yeah. No, but, yeah. but all, you know, if you've got something that's, that's working or marginal and you continue to make these optimizations, it just continues to ramp up and you add them all together. And it, it's a huge difference. It's like 3% difference a hundred times yeah. is giant. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. exponentially larger. So, um, you know, that's kind of, and so I kind of think about that from the, you know, as you're testing and as you're working with somebody, continue to make these little optimized tweaks and adjustments to test, you're able to continue to make that more profitable. And it may not be huge in and of itself, but those, those additions add up. Yep. Um, now I know that we were kind of talking about a, a little bit earlier, we we're talking about this different software that's available between like, different uh, video players, right? Or uh, is it, is it Vitalytics and Wistia? Is that what yep. the two? Are there other ones yeah. that, that you use or are those the, the two primary ones? Um, occasionally Vimeo and occasionally YouTube. It's not very often. Vimeo is more often, but the, the main two are Wistia and Vitalytics. And like mm -hmm. I was telling Emma a couple of days ago, there is actually surprisingly a different, a little bit of a difference in conversions with the two. Now, the, mm -hmm. the last time one of my clients that I know of at least tested the two was probably about eight months ago. So it, it could have changed with Vitalytics, but they're both great. They're both amazing. You know, they both had their own perks. I can't mm -hmm. even comment on price. I, I, I don't even know what the price. I think it's similar in price, but I can't even comment. But when mm -hmm. it comes to just overall conversions, we have seen Wistia convert slightly better. And I think that just goes back to the load speed. It, it loads faster. Mm. But... Everyone has seen that Vitalytics has much, 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 much better analytics. So when you're going back on the data side, if you want to optimize and change and just see everything, where people are converting, where they're, you know, hitting that to cart button, insane analytics, you should go with Vitalytics. So I, I always tell everyone, go with one or the other. Kind of depends what you're looking for. Um, and you see some huge companies like Agora and stuff use Vitalytics. And then there's some other people whoever else that are you know, also huge, but they're using Westia because they, all they care about is conversions and they want it as fast as possible load speed. So mm -hmm. I just think it kind of depends what you're, what you're kind of shooting for with that. Is it ever appropriate or have you ever seen anybody where they start with Vitalytics to optimize a number of different elements and then jump over to Wistia to optimize the load times? Yeah, I've had a couple of clients that bounce around quite a bit for their own reasons. But I, you know, I, I personally, I've never known anyone that for that reason, Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't be shocked though. I just, I, you know, I really just think some people just say, I don't care, um, about the data. All I care about is this thing needs to load immediately when someone presses the play button and they want it. And that's all they care about is just the site yeah. speed and the load speed and the video speed. Whereas some people, if they're kind of running on more mainstream traffic and, and they're really trying to get the offer to convert, you know, white hat, clean, compliant, then they want to know what everything's going on in the copy, the video, and, and something like Vitalytics, I think, would be a much better fit. Right. That's actually our plan, Travis, by the way, what you just said. Um, for, for, of course, I'm not surprised. Uh, well, well, I've never done it before. Um, yeah. We've never done a lot of things that we've done um, with the recent uh, VSL that we're coming out with, with Max, but it was his suggestion, and I just, I there's certain data that I am very comfortable that I can get off of Wistia right. at the beginning. 
Um, and so I want to start with Wistia so I can get those conversion rates high so I can get those few things understood. Mm -hmm. uh, Max, I don't know if that makes sense to you or not. Um, oh, then, totally. Then my plan is to, you know, four to six months in after all of our caps are removed and we know what's going on and we know how this offer behaves, moving it over so we can dive way more in depth. Mm -hmm. um, and the price points are very different between the two. And, and right. So I think if we can get the initial set of which leads work better, which colors work better, survey, no survey, mm -hmm. when should the, the um, we're not doing a buy button, we're doing a next step button, but when all those yeah. things are sorted out and figured out, which we can get from high conversion rate, the higher conversion rates right through Wistia, then we can mm -hmm. move it over and really dive in. And there's really no cost to move it over. It's literally shut down Wistia and put it over there. Yeah, that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm also curious about like other things because I know I know load time is critical not just for websites and media buying right but also for video playing right so I think that's probably one of the reasons um, why it's a good idea to kind of start with Wistia from a load time right um, but the other thing is I know a lot of people are watching you know they're watching on their mobile device and maybe they're not necessarily throwing the audio on right mm -hmm. so they'll watch you know they'll see something pop up in a in a stream of content and, you know, starts playing, they're kind of watching it, but you know, there's an option to turn on the sound. And mm -hmm. do you play, you know, do you, do you put uh, closed captioning on all the videos? What's your standard process from that perspective? Yeah, I don't think we ever have uh, not put captions that I can remember because um, it's the thing people test it, you know, it's kind of just an industry standard thing. You always put yeah. the captions on the video. And I've actually had some, a handful of clients test it. And, um, you know, same, same kind of idea, nine times out of 10, having captions uh, increases the conversions. And I think it's kind of a twofold reason. Number one, we're all typically kind of selling to an older crowd. And I mm -hmm. think they kind of like to read along. And then I think the other reason is like what you commented on, on just the audio. A lot of people are out and about. They might be, you know, who knows where on the subway. Who know, You know, it's like right. they don't have the video on. They could, you know could be at home they don't want to turn the audio on but they read along and i just think it kind of just helps for another another kind of person that maybe they don't feel like listening but they want to read along and yep. so absolutely without a doubt i would add captions uh, for sure all the main vsls you have now if you have an upsell vsl we, we have had situations in the past where client just says no we don't we don't need captions on the upsell vsl mm -hmm. I'm not sure why, but typically with upsell BSLs too, we just have captions if, if they were using B-roll or stock footage too. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, let's see. Um, are there any other like tips or tricks or recommendations if somebody's kind of contemplating, you know, putting together a VSL that they're going to work on, you know, obviously getting a, a solid copywriter to write specifically mm -hmm. for video um, even better. Um, you know, load times, you know, obviously captions. Yeah. What are the, what are there, any other tips or strategies or tips that yeah. um, really make a difference when you're working with somebody and, and they're putting together a campaign? For sure. Yeah. Those are all kind of lower budget tips and tricks. You know, they're all kind of simple to put together for higher, uh, you know, just stuff, bigger changes that can really make a huge difference. Um, just the video style itself. Like we, we've kind of mm -hmm. seen VSLs, transition from just uh you know whiteboard text to now everyone's using stock footage to now people are using actual b-roll and they're using spokesperson videos of doctors and 
And so now I kind right. of think we're at a point where we still see whiteboard VSLs. They can still work and everything. But um, I think we're getting to a point now with the Gundry and the Beverly Hills and D's of the world where if you – and we've seen – I've seen the numbers on this. It only makes it only makes sense if you're really spending a lot of traffic on it. But mm-hmm. if you can invest in getting your doctor, if you have a doctor endorser, getting them on camera, reading at least the first few minutes of the video, um, and that can be pricey because you need to get you know you need to go get a production and get the film, you know, get a local film crew or something to actually film it, and and just there's a lot that goes into that. But right. that can make a huge difference. And I've even seen some situations where I've read copy. I go, God, I don't think this is even that good a copy. And the VSL was even a little bit shorter, like 25-ish minutes. But they had a doctor at the beginning of it. And then after four or five minutes, it just goes to more stock footage and some text slides. But the first few minutes, you really grab them in with that doctor, spokesperson, talking one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that help just a significant amount because it makes it so much more genuine, so much more authentic because we're living in such a world – especially in direct response, some people, you know, they really take advantage of direct response and, and they can, you know, some people have been, you know, they've been charged and the chargebacks and they've been hit and they put in, put on subscriptions and everyone's always afraid that they're going to get, you know, and same old thing we've all been used to. And so these customers, these supplement buyers and info product buyers, they're used to it and they're always afraid that something's going to happen to them. And they're always kind of nervous and afraid and on the lookout. And so when you put a doctor on, the camera like that for the first couple minutes or even just a spokesperson right. of any kind whether it's the person that's the brand ambassador or whatever it is that mm-hmm. just makes a huge huge difference i mean and, and the doctor thing is the biggest thing in my opinion because it becomes more one-on-one more personal more real anyone can in, a, in just a whiteboard vsl say hey my name is dr xyz but if you're really standing like how Gundry does and how that stuff makes a huge difference and the other thing that I want to mention, make sure I don't forget, is the testimonial uh, mm. VSL style. Because if you – and there's a guy doing it. His name is Wesley Virgin. And I was actually watching this last night with his friend. He is in the um, BizOp space, and he has a, a VSL that is going crazy, and it's unbelievably smart. The guy is just brilliant for coming up with this idea. He went on Cameo and paid Kevin O'Leary, the guy in Shark Tank, um, <laughs> I think it's, you know, I don't know. I, I, and I saw he's on Cameo and it's four or $500. And he had Kevin O'Leary basically just say, Wesley Virgin is amazing. And obviously <laughs> this probably wouldn't work as well in the supplement space, but for like BizOp and stuff, it's a great idea. Or spiritual stuff too, it's a great idea. And so they had all these testimonials run. They had Kevin O'Leary run, builds tons of social proof. And then basically after that, it just went into his normal VSL. But he just started that with the first two or three minutes with just <laughs> insane amounts of social proof. And so stuff like that obviously makes like a huge difference. But I just think the way that we're moving as an industry with video and everything, we need to get more authentic. We need to get more genuine. Yeah. And stuff like the testimonials, real that's, that's the other thing too, real testimonials. You, you reach there, There's services where you can reach out to your customers and get them to take a selfie video because like a selfie video testimonial always, always, always outperforms a really professional looking commercial testimonial because it's more genuine. It's more real, you know? Yeah. Yeah. More authentic. So stuff like that, like that, so that, that's another kind of style of a VSL intro, at least the testimonial style, um, the whole doctor spokesperson style. That's huge. I mean, if you, if you have the budget to do something like that, it's, it's not the cheapest thing for sure. 
But if you have a script that you know is converting and you want to get it on more mainstream traffic like Taboola and Facebook or whatever else, the great next step would be to do – and, and you have a doctor endorser, great next step would be to do that because it just really builds so much social proof and it makes the brand so much more genuine, more authentic, and it really mm-hmm. makes the customer uh, more convinced. And that's, that's what I was saying. Like, like you guys were saying earlier with how, how Stefan says, you need to use as much copy as you need to sell the product. Right. You have a doctor. And like, like the influencer um, you know, marketing stuff right now is kind of the same idea where you can, get, you can get Kim Kardashian to go on a video or whoever, a celebrity like that, and say, I use this skincare product, and all these women just like that because she uses it are going to go and buy it. But if you get whoever else, me or nobody on there and say that, well, no one, you know, because they have that, you know, significance. And so it's the same kind of thing with a doctor. A doctor, people believe them, they trust them. And if a doctor goes on there and says, this is the case, and, and it still needs to be a solid PSL, but sure. you can really make it shorter by having someone that just is, that they trust, that they know. And, and so it's like that kind of stuff just helps so much. And even when you're trying to get a doctor endorser, you don't need to get some celebrity doctor like Dr. Oz. You know, I mean, if you, you can get a, a really acclaimed doctor, but he's really acclaimed in his industry. Maybe, maybe people don't know him, but he has all these awards and he went right. to school and he went to Harvard. That kind of stuff just makes a huge difference because once they start hearing that, they listen to them. And I feel like so, it does, you know, I feel like it does a couple things, right? Cause it, it mm-hmm. if there's, if the market's inundated with a lot of whiteboard video sales letter, then they, yeah. they all kind of run together. But as soon as you bring something a little bit more personal, it breaks through that clutter. Right. Yeah. And so if you have yeah. like individual testimonials or, or, you know, selfie videos, or you, mm-hmm. you know, you have a doctor testimonial or a spokesperson testimonial yeah. or, the, or um, talking about your product, all that stuff, it comes through as more authentic because you're not just throwing together, you know, a little explainer video on your yeah. you know, PowerPoint or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, it's exactly. polished and it breaks yeah. through. So it also isn't yeah. as expensive as you'd think. So there are ways to do it very inexpensive and that's find right. a doctor in the field with an Ivy League training education. Right? A certain format of a name. I mean, mm-hmm. Travis is making fun of me because of the last product. <laughs> I Listen, I anyway. So uh, <laughs> the name really doesn't matter. It, like just, just key points, uh, you know, Cornell trained physician. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to have them because that's where the cost is, having a doctor fly somewhere and pay them ridiculous amounts of money to record a VSL. They don't need to be in the VSL. There's no reason for them to be in the VSL. Mm-hmm. They need their photo and their quotes in the VSL. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. doctor has yeah. to sign off on the marketing quotes that you have written that he has said, and then a photo of them. That's really all um, you need, which is very, very inexpensive in comparison right. to what it brings to the table. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so I hear people say all the time, um, you know, I don't have another $150,000 to get some doctor endorsement. <laughs> well, yeah, that's Dr. Yeah. Oz. <laughs> that's some right. celebrity right. physician. Now, hold on. Let's find Joe Schmo in Oklahoma City, who's, mm-hmm. you know, who has a skincare uh, uh, dermatology practice. Practice, yeah. Was trained, Harvard trained. Trained at Harvard, yeah. yeah. Um, Dr. Sosa made that up, swear to God, (laughs) but, um, but just, you know, you just approach them, Hey, for, you know, 
$1,500, $3,000, $5,000 is really the max I've seen when they're not starring in the video and don't have some kind of celebrity status. They need to be published mm -hmm. a couple times. By the way, every doctor has been published at least once. Um, so, you know, the thesis alone is a publication. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So yeah, and, and and there are there are kind of inexpensive ways to you know you can hire a local a lot of the times too if, if our clients that we need to get doctor footage and this is our budget you know and we don't do any filming ourselves you know we're just mm -hmm. video editors so you know we we can we hire a local film crew and you know we can pull it off that way just to get a couple minutes of them on screen but like Emma was saying you don't need to get the doctor on screen having a real true doctor endorser um, and it's that funny because be like a couple years ago. That can be Googled and looked yeah. up. He actually has a practice, yeah. practicing physician, yep. and this is what he's telling his patients. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, then it's like, it's like, wow, he's telling his patients this. I'm getting the same service, and in this coronavirus world where no one wants to leave their house, it's just a really cool little hook that helps. Exactly. So it, mm -hmm. it makes a world of difference, and, and like I'm always saying, it's not that expensive. Even if you just hire a local film crew for half a day, for a couple grand, you can get a really good uh, couple minutes of footage, even just B-roll footage of the doctor walking around. Like that, that stuff's becoming more and more common. But or on YouTube, not... on a news, on a news broadcast. Yeah, like that. Oh, you've done that. Yeah, like that's, <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's Gundry's. That's Gundry's biggest thing. You know, if you watch a Gundry BSL, first couple minutes of it, him just walking around, <laughs> came on the news. Him, you know, so stuff like that helps so much. And the funny thing is the news stations he's on they aren't even really you know they aren't some huge it's not fox news and cnn it's just it's just little you know stations and whatnot but just him being on the news makes him more credible Sam. builds social proof right so good yeah yeah it's been fantastic yeah always i just I, I you know i i love spending time talking with you you have so much experience we didn't even get to touch on we could probably talk to max for hours travis so you have so much experience on on different products and creating videos for different products and then being able to see what works and the editing that goes into it after mm -hmm. I, I would say for anyone putting out a new product or has a text letter already out who wants to thinking about going to a bsl just having a conversation with you um and getting your opinion on what they can do is right. incredibly valuable. Yeah. Incredibly valuable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that. You know, I really do. And yeah, so if you, you know, if you're interested, um, you can schedule a free call on my site. It's just direct response services, www.directresponseservices.com. It's call to action there. Set up a, a free time to talk with my calendar. And um, I'm, you know, a real honest guy and I just kind of tell it like it is. And if I don't think you're in the right, uh, position if you're just doing a free plus shipping and maybe a VSL, a 45 minute VSL wouldn't be the best fit for you. I'll, I'll sure. gladly tell you, you know, so um, I really appreciate that Emma and Travis, you know, it was awesome talking with you guys. And um, for anyone that is interested, I'd be happy to talk and jump on a 30, 40 minute call for free and just chat and see if it'd be a good fit, see if we could help you guys out. And uh, but either way, I really appreciate love talking with you guys today. It was fun. Wonderful. Awesome. Thank you so much, Max. Really do appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Thank All right, you. Emma. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Shockwave Solutions, please visit our website, follow us on Facebook, or email Emma at shockwavesolutionsllc.com.